Welcome to the Building America from the Inside Out podcast, where we work to find actionable solutions to issues facing our country today. I'm your host, JC Pohl, and I am so glad you're here as we work together to build America from the inside out. Here we are with an episode on affection and touch. Uh, something that's kind of, I guess, near and dear to my heart. Uh, many of you know that I'm an LMFT and a counselor. Uh, also, I'm, a, I'm Italian, so I come from a family that's very uh, touchy-feely, very passionate. Um, you know, just that's kind of how I grew up, and that's kind of the lens through which I saw love growing up. And um, I felt this would be a good topic for us to address uh, for two purposes. One, I just engaged in a Facebook post with one of my friends. Um, I'm not going to say her name on here, even though I know Facebook's somewhat public. Uh, we'll keep this you know, private uh, here on the podcast. But one of my friends basically posted about how she's had some very negative experiences around touch. Uh, maybe someone in the airport you know, touching her or invading her space. Um, someone after work giving her a hug instead of shaking her hand. Uh, just kind of that unwanted touch. Uh, from a stranger or from someone that she feels, you know, should not uh, be touching her. Additionally, many of you know I work in schools, so I do a lot of relational needs trainings, working with teachers, working with administrators to help build relationships on campus. And one of the core relational needs that we all have is affection, uh, which in many times is the appropriate use of touch or using words such as I care about you or I love you. And uh, it was funny, I was actually doing a training, uh, it was about six or seven months now ago back in Orange County at a school, and when I got to the need of affection, uh, some of the teachers started laughing because apparently the speaker right before me, uh, the training in the morning, was all about how you're not supposed to touch kids. Um, so, of course, teachers and other caring adults now, uh, because of you know obvious reasons where it's been kind of legislated out of our education system and and. Like my friend posted, uh, you know, even occurrences in an airport or, or in her life at work where she feels touch is not appropriate. So I thought it'd be worth just kind of diving into because as a marriage and family therapist and as someone that's traveled this country, working with so many adults and teenagers uh, has been my experience. Um, it's a core human need that we all have, and it's actually a way that we communicate. And one of my most favorite people that have studied this is Dr. Keltner out at UC Berkeley. I just love this guy. I've read his books. I actually uh, found on, it was like on iTunes a while back or something, where they actually had some of his classes like on social psychology uploaded to iTunes. And so I downloaded every single one of them and, and listened to him. And I think what Dr. Keltner did a really good job in his study is just looking at this idea of touch and... Um, you know, how it how it impacts us and how we communicate around it and what it means to each of us um, in many different ways. And so one thing that Dr. Keltner did in his study was he brought people into his lab and basically tried to understand if that we could communicate certain emotions through touch. So for example, he would have two people um, touch each other, or I guess one of them you know, would be blindfolded or they wouldn't be able to see the other person or, or they wouldn't be able to understand um, what what um, prompt they were given. But, you know, doing a touch where they were trying to convey gratitude or touching someone and trying to con convey anger or love or fear. And it was interesting. What he found in his study is that um, just by the way they had the uh, different feelings laid out, there was about an 8% chance that the other person could guess right, just an 8% chance. But in his study... Um, it was remarkable. When participants guessed compassion within the touch, 
uh, they were right 60% of the time. And they were right 50% of the time when they did touches on gratitude or anger, love, and fear. And so what Keltner proved in this study is that touch is a, is a key way that, that we communicate. And as we legislate and remove this element from our society and from communication, I believe from what I've seen in the therapy office and, and also what I've seen on campuses is that it kind of starts building a, a larger disconnection between us as humans. And I think we see that a lot in the conversations on Facebook or even the one that I mentioned, the post that I entered. It was like I just kind of came into that post trying to offer some more information about the importance of touch and all of a sudden people are jumping on me and telling me that, you know, I'm a mansplainer and, and making really mean comments towards me of which, you know, I was not trying to be mean or controversial by any ways. I was just trying to kind of shed a different light on this. And uh, so, you know, touch is a big thing. And uh, it was interesting in the 60s, they also did another study, um, a psychologist by the name of Sidney jo um, Georgiard, I don't know how to say that name, but uh, it was interesting. The other thing about touch that they found in this study is that it's, it's culturally different. And so what they did in this study is they went to random cafes and restaurants and they just watched two people having lunch or, you know, friends that were engaged in conversation at the cafe. And what did they find? Well, in England, uh, two friends touched each other zero times, all right? They made no uh, touches on each other. In the United States, uh, people only touch each other about twice, uh, usually during bursts of enthusiasm during the conversation. But check this out. When we moved to France, the number shot up to 110 times an hour. And in Puerto Rico, it climbed to 180 times uh, an hour. Um, which I think is a really important point because as I engaged in this Facebook post, I mentioned uh, in one of my comments that I was Italian and that's the kind of the background I came from was this affectionate culture. And one of the people came on there like, you, it, who cares if you're Italian? That doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about unwanted touch. And I was trying to explain, well, you know, as we can see from this study, people from Puerto Rico or Italians or people from France or I'm sure other cultures uh, that are not listed here in the study, uh, you know, touches a big part of their life and it's kind of what they do. And if someone's trying to put a suitcase up into an airplane, you know, maybe I personally might be inclined to help them. Or if uh, someone's taking a step back into my personal space, instead of saying, oh, excuse me, or watch out, I might just kind of touch their shoulder or say, hey, look at, you know, kind of touch them to say, um, you're invading my space or, or you're coming in a direction where I don't want you to trip and fall. And so, you know, I thought this would be something interesting for us to look at on the podcast because it goes back like all the way through our DNA, basically, like all the way, like the entire course of our evolution. Even when we look at primates, um, you know, if you think about monkeys, uh, Dr. Keltner's got a great picture here in his blog, and I, I will post this blog in the show notes. Um, but, you know, he's got a picture of two monkeys just kind of uh, you know, how you've seen them at the zoo before, just kind of cleaning each other and picking stuff out of each other's hair and um, just kind of having that warm touch uh, with each other. And, uh, you know, and that's kind of led to other kinds of touch therapy and massage therapy. And of course, you know, many of our families, um, you know, many of us hug each other and kiss each other. Um, so I just thought it would be an interesting thing for us to dive into. Uh, you know, what is unacceptable at the airport for my friend, right? What, what, what is okay? Um, if, if someone's backing up into her space or, or into my space, is it all right for me to kind of touch their back? Um, is that an unwanted touch or is that a form of communication? 
or what is right maybe for a teacher. You know, I mentioned that training in Orange County where teachers are being trained not to touch kids. Is it, is it okay to give that high five? Is it okay to give that fist bump? Is it okay? I mean, so many times with Teen Truth, during the assembly, or I should say after the assembly, I have kids like crying in front of me, like telling me all this crazy stuff they're dealing with at home or things that they're going through at school. And like my just gut reaction is to just give them that hug, you know, um, tell them to stay strong. Um, you know, I've learned that side hug, kind of catch them in that side hug and say, hey, I'm with you. I feel you. I'm so sorry you feel this way, but I just want you to know I care and, um, you know, I'm rooting for you. And so just some food for thought, you know, hit me up on my Facebook page if you want to make some comments or go ahead and uh, go ahead and reach out to me directly at jcpoll.com. Just thought that this was a topic kind of worth uh, diving into here as we work to build America from the inside out. Uh, so often, even like this post with my friend on Facebook, issues become so black and white on Facebook, right? Like, boom, there's a left, there's a right, there's a opinion, there's a, there's a, you're wrong. I mean, people like insulting me now on Facebook. And um, I believe that obviously in most conversations and in most arguments, there's a lot of gray area, right? Um, there's a lot of times where uh, touch is obviously inappropriate and we would never want someone to feel that. Um, and there's other times where it is appropriate and it's a form of communication and it's acceptable. Or there might be times when it's culturally acceptable because of our background or, or where we come from. And maybe the other person comes from a very different background. And so these are all just things for us to be aware of. And I really like the last thing because my friend kind of jumped in on the last comments and said, you know, hey, JC, I just want you to make sure you're listening to what I had to say. And I, and I do feel that's kind of an important theme for us to take away is to make sure that we're listening uh, to each other and, and really trying to understand where people are coming from. And I would say that that goes both ways, right? Like communication bo goes both ways. It's my job to listen to her and understand what she's going through. Uh, but it's also kind of her job to listen to me and, uh, you know, understand kind of my background and my life experiences and what I might be going through. So uh, hit me up if you have any questions or you want to engage further in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, that's the JC Poll Facebook page or uh, reach out to me at jcpoll.com. You take care. Thanks so much for having, stopping by today, and you have a great day. This has been Building America from the Inside Out with JC Poll. If you enjoyed the show, like, share, and subscribe. Your feedback helps guide the show, so don't hesitate to reach out to us at jcpoll.com or on the JC Poll Facebook page. Enjoy your week, focus on solutions, and thanks for working together to build America from the inside out.